So what's funny is that I have never gone to travel specifically to Detroit to see Sebastian. Okay. He always came to St. Louis. Mm. So, however, that being said, I have traveled to Chicago. Yeah. And it might have been with John, the first guest that we had. Yeah. I'm not sure. I feel like I was there going to there for other reasons. And then it was just like, oh, right, you're here. Let's let's hook up. Welcome to So We Dated, the podcast where we interview the people we dated about how we met, the dates, and where it all went wrong. I'm David Gonzalez, and I'm joined by my fantastic co-host, Dame Reagan. Reagan, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Yeah. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm always excited when it is a person who you've dated that we talk to. Mm-hmm. because You're excited. I'm drenched in sweat. Yeah. I, I feel like it's some insight because you are uh, a very confident, funny, vivacious woman. But then when it comes to the the, the gentleman, you you turn into like a, a a middle school kid, a needy little bitch. Yeah, you're, you're standing <laughs> a you're standing against the wall or near the punch bowl. Like I think he's really keen. I hope he comes over. And I get says, really Hi. shy, and yeah. yes, I lose the confidence that I have, which makes no sense. Sometimes I turn it on to like a ten, and then other times I'm just whoosh, like at a one with that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Do you think you've gotten better at it? Do you think you've gotten more confident or do you think it's sort of just been this plateau that you've tried to get past? I I think it ebbs and flows, right? Like it's dependent on what's going on in my life. Am I feeling good generally in my life? But I think overall I've gotten way better at it because I'm just more confident in my skin than I used to be. But, you know, there's still those moments, especially if someone is like super cute they're at like at 11 and you're in a 10 and a half and you're like, wow, this is an upgrade. <laughs> you're like, I might be dating outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. But yeah. So that's interesting. You know, I always think like you look at couples sometimes and I will, I will admit unashamedly, like I want to be the Pete Davidson in a relationship. I am. Fine. Well, David, I think you are in most cases. I'm kidding. I'm fine. Like people looking at me and just being like, now, how did that happen? Like, I'm cool with that. I think most people think in that situation, they have the anatomy of a Pete Davidson in order to make that, that jump to the Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Or Ariana Grande. Or yeah. Or our, which I'm like, ugh, but I get how some people think she's cute. Oh, yeah. And okay. or. <laughs> I'm, I, I think it's funny how you're like Ariana Grande. Yuck. I mean, <laughs> I suppose some people could find that monster I mean, attractive. <laughs> we've talked about this, David. I have like interesting standards for women, I guess. I don't know. I just have Kim preferences. Kardashian, Not you're even like, standards. Oh, I get I just it. Have but preferences. like Ariana Grande, you're like, no way. Well, she looks like she's four and okay. she has, she wears the same hairdo. And I don't know. I mean, so do I. I wear a top knot like every single day. Yeah. But yeah. So I think that they either are well endowed, like mm-hmm. allegedly Pete Davidson is, or they're loaded. <laughs> Those are the ladies, two. But these ladies have money too. Yeah, but I think the assumption is if you see a 10 mm. next to, like, a 3, yeah. 
Well, you, you know, there's that game out there now where like he's a 10, but he picks his nose in public, you know, that game. And then you have to like reassess what the number is. Oh, I, I don't think, know that game, but yeah. I think for most of these ladies, like he's a four. So she's a 10. He's a four, but he has a boat on <laughs> Lake of the Ozarks and a lake yeah. house. So it bumps him up. So there's usually, I don't mean to be shallow. I'm just calling a spade a spade. No, this is all shallow. We're living it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's we're not a lot in the of, deep end. No, we're not in the deep end. <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're pedaling around we're, in we're, little yeah, kiddie pool. We're, we're up to our ankles. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> we're up to our ankles. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's always interesting. I always look when there seems to be a physical mismatch. I'm yeah. always looking at being like inquisitive about what's going on there. Yeah. So basically, it's a win-win-win. Like if I get if I live my Pete Davidson dream of achieving that woman who is out of my league, not only will I get those spoils, but then I will have people like you who are looking at me and all the intrigue coming at you. That guy must be rich or just like one amazing lover. Yeah, exactly. Maybe both. Maybe, maybe both. Yeah, Yeah. no, you're getting all the intrigue directed at you as well. And then, and then here's the, here's the other Pete Davidson factor. Then you have other attractive women who are like, well, if Ariana Grande, Oh. Even though you think she's a dog, would <laughs> would date him? Then then or if Kate Beckinsale is dating this yeah, gentleman, Kate, no, she's cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway. I know it is. It's like you just constantly are attracting better and better and better because all yeah. the hotties are like, "What does he have? I need to find out." Yeah. This is. A, I don't know how we got off on this. I think it was just the, the confidence, and so I think what I'm saying to you and what I try to incorporate in my life is. Have the confidence of Pete Davidson, right? Yeah, like, we should. We should all we should, strive to have the confidence of Pete all, Davidson. You know, and 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 own it. Like it's okay if people look at us and just being like, "That is not the you are not the Ariana Grande in that equation." <laughs> yeah. And or it's like, like, or like David Spade. We should just come up with a list of all the people who are not attractive, but like just have this like next level confidence. Yeah, well, I, I'm not necessarily here to slam people, but uh, I am. Yeah. All right. All right. Ah, well. Anyway, enough of enough of our celebrity talk. I think uh, I think we'll we'll zoom in our guests, our team, our guest uh, Sebastian. I'm very excited. Uh, so, I'm excited too. Yeah, let's bring him on. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? You know, can't complain. Can't complain. So, where are you beaming in from? Coming in from Michigan, about nice. halfway between Detroit and uh, Ann Arbor. Mm. See, he's not giving his specific location either. Well, even if he did, if he was like, yeah, I live in Crystal City, Michigan, I'd be like, all right. And you're just like, huh, sucker, I just made that up. I'd be like, all right, that's cool, too. If that's what you, you know, make it up cities. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah. Come find me. Dot on the map. Uh, Yeah. So I'm always curious. um, Have you have you lived in Michigan your whole life or most of your life? Uh, No, a a good percentage. I've hopped around. So, you know, a little bit of uh, Northern section, a little bit of the East Coast, West Coast, out in L.A. for a bit. So, yeah, just jumping around. Okay, cool. How are the dating scenes in those various places? Well, I can't speak for all of them. I can, for Michigan, uh, since I've been out here the most recent, I would say, uh, you know, people coming out of uh, COVID, there was a lot of uh, just, I guess, happiness, just joy, you know, and, and people were open and meeting folks. 
now that that kind of honeymoon stage is over, we now have quite a bit of desperation sprinkled with some sadness in the dating scene out here. So it's, uh, yeah, it's really lovely. It's, uh, it's Sebastian. Yeah. Sorry to totally cut you off. There's probably a delay or I'm just rude. Um, Fine, go. How, how do you have a pulse on the dating scene when you are in fact hooked up with someone? Wow. You just kind of spoiled it. No, I'm not spoiling anything. This we're, is like our first we're show. We're talking. <laughs> we tell a story. Wait, is it, how do you, what's going on? Are you, are you spying on me? You know what's going on in, in my personal life? That's, that's crazy. I'm a little scared we, right now. We, we can, we can get into it. We can, we can get into it organically. I do appreciate the fact that you describe the dating scene as one would describe a weather report. It's like, well, out here, Steve, it's full of skanks with a light chance of hoochie mamas. <laughs> and desperation. Yeah. Yeah. Desperation level, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. and I can, I can actually, I can uh, answer both of those items, or at least uh, address it, is because part of my nighttime job or gig is I'm a DJ, so I do a lot of people watching, and I see a lot mm. of the interactions that uh, a lot of these folks have uh, when they go out. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm I'm more of a people watcher when it comes to that. That's good people watching. Yeah. I'm like the spot where you're at, just looking at all the people. Lots of dudes just like putting roofies and drinks. Yeah. That's Girls when you should like, be people acting. Like you, you <laughs> need to intervene if you see that, Rick, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Safety doesn't take uh, Yeah. So I, that's that's interesting. I imagine there are certain um, certain occupations that would lead to meeting people more organically. Um you know, like a DJ or apparently working at the gym, right, Reagan? Um, I'm shaking my head. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, do you, is that how you've met most of the people you've dated is just kind of out and about or are you an apps person? Well, not an apps person, definitely out and about. What I've done recently is I joined the crew of Hamilton and that's really been a spark. So that's gone well. By the way, I did listen to some of the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like burns yeah, just that was right deep, out of the gate deep cut. i was just like is this a okay yeah that that so, helps yeah, yeah also yeah. whatever I, I don't want to give away all my secrets i've been on a lot of dates it's always helpful if you tell women that you you're you're in the army and you're shipping out tomorrow so i just <laughs> yes. freebie feel free to use that um you're you fighting a, in the war if you have a navy hat to put on that also yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Seals the deal. Hey, baby, I might not come back. We better make this a night to remember. I am single. Um, so you, you say you're not an apps person. Are you like anti-apps or would it be bad like experience? Yeah, I mean, the apps, The uh, I just didn't uh, – Yeah, I, I went on them for a bit in the past. And it wasn't that the experiences were bad, but they just weren't hitting home. It just wasn't something that was uh, – uh, providing, I guess, what I was looking for. And I just went through a lot of different dates. And, you know, it, like most people, some were good, some were bad. Uh, lots of good stories, but nothing that really kind of uh, progressed down the road of where I wanted to go. Tell us a story. Do you have one off the top of your head? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing people's dating stories. Yeah, They're great. I, do you recall how you guys met? Um, I would like to go first because this is where Sebastian and I depart on exactly how it happened. Yeah. So we met at a festival in Detroit called mm. Movement Techno Fest. Yeah. Home field advantage for Sebastian. Yeah. Home field advantage. And 
my friend Andrea and I were tired. We're at the main stage sitting on a wall that lets you look at the mm. stage. I forget who was playing. And all of a sudden, this person walks by and like eyes a spot right next to me on the wall, a, a vacancy, if you will, um, looked at me and then looked at the spot and then double taked back to me, saw what a gorgeous siren I was, and then was like, is this seat taken? Mm. Now, that is my version of what happened. Sebastian's version might be slightly different. So you're just chilling. Just hanging out. Being attractive. Yeah, just and dancing. And this guy's like, I'm smitten. I mean, that's how I okay. felt it to All be. Right. That's, yeah. All right. Uh, let, let's let's open it up for cross-examination now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go along with that, except just a quick modification. I think <laughs> I did that double take because the beauty was so strong. I was I was blinded. I literally couldn't mm. see yeah. anything around yeah. me. And then when my eyes started to refocus... It, it was I, I then had to catch my breath because I had stopped breathing, thought yeah. I was going into a fainting type of episode, <laughs> got my feet back together. And then some like angelic like voices spoke to me mm-hmm. and up being Reagan. And mm. uh, I think I had she had replied to some bumbling of a question I had about, can I sit there or something? It was ridiculous. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that does that sound good, Reagan? Is that is that where that's that, how I mean that's more aligned with my story than you've ever spoken it before. Mm. Yeah. Or, so, or another another take is I was tired, I just wanted to sit down, and so there mm. was. <laughs> well, can we can we say accurate. that there was, was? Can we say that there was at least some uh, in, 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 initial attraction amongst you two? So I, what do you think, Reagan? Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know. That was a very long pause. I thought Sebastian was going to jump right in. Um, well, I, I, had, I had this entire thing, but I didn't want to, like, you know, lead you with it. So No, speak your truth. Yes. Okay. All right. So here's, Damn your lies. Here, here's, here's what happened. Yeah, you, know, I, you know, I sat down and I, I, you know, I noticed her beside me, but I wasn't, like, you know, looking at her or being all creepy or anything like that, because I think that's just mm-hmm. weird. We're a festival, right? People are there for music and have a good time, and you don't want anybody invading your space, both physically, emotionally, etc. So I just sat there, and I'm vibing. I, I got uh, off my feet, and it was great. And I just, you know, it really was the energy level. I kind of looked to my side. I think she looked at me. We started chatting a little bit, just small talk. And mm. music was good. And then we started making jokes. I don't know who went first. We were laughing, but really it built up from there. And then I, I, this sounds, however it sounds, but after tra- chatting for a bit, I really, you know, saw Reagan. I was like, wow, you know, it, she, there's like everything there. It's like she's beautiful. Mm. She talks well. Um, but that's not how I approached it. I didn't approach mm. it. Oh, you know, there's this beautiful lady and I'm going to sit next to her because that's that's just weird. <laughs> I would say that's probably more accurate. No, it was very nice. And to Sebastian's point, yes, I get very turned off if someone is just going to be like, hey, baby, is this seat taken? It was not like that, to be honest. Mm. And it was it was very natural. And I was dating. I was in a fully monogamous, committed relationship where I thought. I had a hall pass and turns out I did not have a hall pass. Mm. Um, So I wasn't even like in that zone really. And in terms of initial like attraction, that wasn't even really hitting my radar. 
he he wasn't leading with like Rico suave vibes at all. He was just sort of naturally being himself. And yeah. What's so funny? I don't yeah. think anyone's referred to Rico Suave in 30 years. Well, I'm 44. I just you know, gotta play to my audience. God damn it, we just lost all the Gen Z people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the modern day? Timothy Chalamet? Is that sure? Yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Does yeah. he have creepy vibes? I don't know. I so, welcome that. So you weren't looking, Reagan, for anything. I was not. Sebastian, were you sort of, uh, what was your state of mind as far as romance was concerned at that moment? Yeah, not, not at all. And I'm not, it, it, that's not meant to be like a, a, a slander or, or anything like that. It was just, I was just hanging out. There was, um, to be honest, there was so much input coming in with music and lights and noises and people and talking. And it was, you know, it was a little overwhelming. And so uh, definitely not in the mindset to, you know, uh, find an attraction or pick somebody up or anything like mm. that. I was, I, I had been, talking and meeting people all day and just getting the entire vibe of the festival. And to me, uh, Reagan fit into that mold, but like at a different, you know, higher level of somebody who was really down to earth and I could just talk to. And I was like, this is a, a great experience. And that's really all I took it for. Like, well, all right, well, I'm going to sit here on this, on this half wall and, uh, and chat it up with somebody who, who seems really cool. Yeah. I would, I would agree to that, dude. It, it's it's overwhelming. And yeah, just finding a place to sit where you can still like see the music is yeah. a respite. So um, you guys are you're you're talking and, you know, maybe as, as you guys are saying in a in a in a way that you start noticing each other and you start feeling, you know, hey, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm digging this person. Um, how how does it progress from there? I think uh, <laughs> well, I'm shaky on the details here. I'm a little bit shaky on the details. I remember that I think it, we met right when as the festival was ending that night. And I think that we were going to an after party. No, you went to a different after party and mm. we were going to the Russell warehouse yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Industrial center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Russell industrial center. And um, so, yeah, I think. I think we swapped numbers like, hey, where are you going later? Whatever. I think mm-hmm. it was it was very friendly at that point. It was like, oh, hey, you meet a cool person. No big deal. And then we go to. He went to a different after party and then I was like, it's great here, although I remember for some reason it took like two hours to get into this after party. It was a really long time. And so, um, yeah, I think that's where I was like, oh, he's cute. Mm. It was definitely there. I was like, oh, yeah, he's cute. So just just quickly, just for some context. So what night of this? How many like how many nights was the festival? And is this like night one of three, two of three, like the last night? Was it the second night? We swapped numbers and I literally didn't think twice about it. I was like, yeah, OK, because, you know, people swap numbers all the time. And it's like you're, you're not going to follow up. The numbers could be fake. There could be nothing to it. What was, yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like, eh. You know, and I, I just like that was that was a, a fun conversation. And it was interesting when I went to the first after party and then Reagan went to the Russell for another after party. And you had said, yeah, come here. You know, it, it sounds great. So I made my way over because I was hopping from one to the other. And there's, a, you know, about a thousand people in the Russell. And within at minutes, least, right, at least. And within minutes, we ran into each other and I was like, oh, well, there's 
I, I, I kind of see, you know, some messages, right? And I was like, well, that's mm. something that out of all these folks, we like, we met up within minutes of me arriving. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. That, that may be a guided hand. So wait, Sebastian, you, uh, you were supposed to go to a different event and then you're like, no, I'm going to go to this one. Or did you go to both? I, I went to both. I wasn't going to go to that one originally, but uh, I think, you know, either in text or maybe you called, right? I can't remember, but you had said, hey, this one's, you know, going great. And I was like, oh, OK, well, if that's if that one's hopping, let me go over there. Let me check out that scene. So mm. it was just, you know, that's, you know, word of mouth as people flow from one party to another. Yeah. And I think, too, like it's pretty it's not rare when you're at a festival, but I believe in the beginning part of our initial conversation at the festival itself, we talk about like, oh, what were your highlights of the day? And both his highlights were my highlights. So I felt like we had similar taste. And so I think that's why I was like, oh, yeah, the vibe over here is really good. The music is fire. Like it was like a perfect storm of greatness at the after party I was at. So when you meet people, you're like, want to share that. You're like, oh, it's really great over here. And I think your first after party was just meh. I don't remember. Mm. But it was yeah. good. Uh, no, it was good. It was solid. It was it was very dark. I was into it until someone peed on the floor next to me. And I was like, OK, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys meet up at the after party. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it you know, again, from my perspective, it wasn't something that I was uh, looking for. But as the night went on, we got closer and. And there was definitely an attraction and definitely uh, a lot of good energy between us. And, and we like being with each other. So, it you know, as adults, we, we just continue to uh, ride that wave. And uh, and uh, yeah, and then we were together, which is, you know, and and uh, it was it was great until and I'm kind of segueing into the next day. Mm, okay. It all took a turn. Oh, boy. <laughs> For me personally. So do we want to get into this? I mean, I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version because okay. I don't think that's Again, the point. Again, our, our Gen Z people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> They're like, what are these Cliff's Notes? It's just called Google now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I said, I was in a committed relationship, thought I had a hall pass, didn't. Mm. And so when I disclosed that there might have been some extracurricular activities between Sebastian and I, shit hit the fan in my relationship and I spent a lot of the rest of the weekend sort of nursing that and having conversation about where he and I's communication went wrong. Mm. And so I missed a lot of the festival the next day. And, um, I think eventually when I got there, actually I do remember details when I got there, Cell phone reception is terrible at movement. It's terrible. And I was texting with the two people that I went with, Kiki and Andrea. Hey, where are you guys? And there was like a half an hour, 45 minute delay. They'd be like, I'm at the lockers. And I was like, I'm at the lockers. And they'd be like, no, we're at the underground. And then mm. and then I honestly truly think I literally ran into Sebastian again or something. Like, yeah, that rings true. I was like, out of 75,000 people, there was Sebastian. I was like, this is kind of getting bizarre about how this kind of keeps happening yeah or did we i don't think we text i know i don't think i think we kind of ran i think we didn't run into each other and if i and again memory's a little shoddy here but and you informed me about what was going on and i i will admit that i i felt 
kind of involuntarily shitty. Like I, I obviously didn't mean for any of that to happen. I'm like, oh my gosh, but obviously I was involved, right? You know, uh, but I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I was well, was kind of caught with oh, like oh, I feel bad for you, and now you're at this festival, and you know, and you're supposed to be having fun, but right, you know. It was just really shitty circumstances because I do remember telling Sebastian when we met and when the night got late that, you know, I am in a committed relationship, but, you know, I have a hall pass if I'm at a festival. So that I remember having that conversation because I wasn't trying to be shady about anything. So anyway, um, and and to be fair, and I, I know that you've talked about this in previous areas, but I'm. And I've dabbled within lifestyle. So this wasn't like, oh, you're in a relationship and let's sneak and do something over here. It wasn't like that. It was like, oh, if it's open, it's open. And I'm good with that because I've been in that as well. So, okay. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like it was for both of you a little bit of uh, mixed emotions because on one hand, you're at this festival that you really enjoy and you want to have a good time. And you've also made, you know, a great connection. Mm -hmm. But then you're dealing with the the repercussions of a miscommunication or not clear enough communication. Yes, a hundred percent. And I like, yeah, there was there was sort of this, as Sebastian alluded to, this like divine hand at us like seeing each other and meeting up, and then this other piece of just absolute horrible stuff that I was dealing with with my relationship. So I was in this weird place because I am poly and can hold both things at the same time. And my relationship at the time, very, very monogamous. Um, and so I was just, I was just in a really weird space Mm. and that sort of was the rest of the festival for us. But we hung out that night, I think again, didn't we? Um, oh, well, I mean, we were not not like this first night. We we were we were together. You know, we danced at certain locations. Yeah, friendly, but there was obviously a better understanding. Of oh yeah, I was like, and that's so, right. I was like, nothing I, else can happen. This right. was not and, and supposed to happen. Right, I respected boundaries too. I was like, oh, absolutely. yeah, we're you know. Got you know we got we understand now. Okay, uh, fully respect where you're at. Yeah, I do remember that. I was like, this cannot happen. <laughs> so, given this background here, you guys are like, well, Reagan, you're obviously like, okay, that's that's a whole thing I have to deal with when I go back to St. Louis. And mm-hmm. Sebastian, you're like, you mean somewhere on the Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> and Sebastian, you're like. You know, I don't probably not a, a certainty on what to do. You're just like, hey, I'm going to be respectful as you as you articulated, and you know, still have fun at this, and you know, still be cool with a, a good person. But um, how do you guys continue to talk after that? Right? I mean, because it is kind of like a, a good time, but also a little bit shaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say you know we, we had you know we summed this up pretty quick, David, and so. You know, for our discussions, we talk for, you know, hours, both mm-hmm. on the wall and then at, you know, a little bit at the after party when we can hear and then, you know, throughout the day. So 
uh, good, again, good conversation, good energy, good friend uh, that I just recently met. You know, it's one of those things where you see somebody and you're like, right away it clicks and you're like, oh, okay, this person is like right on the same page as me. So uh, if I remember, and if I remember correctly, you went back and I was just checking in, hope everything's going okay, uh, you know, and, and that was it. And it was just, you know, friendly, making sure everything's solid. And then we more or less continued just chatting and conversation. Is that? Am I? You am mean I, after the festival? After the festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still in my relationship, and I, yeah, we just kept up texting, and I think we'd share music. I'd be like, "Oh, yeah," that kind of stuff, and and then from there, we discovered we were both attending a day long festival in Chicago. And, um, that was like months later. Mm -hmm. And so saw Sebastian there still in my relationship. Um, and yeah, so it was great to see him again. And yeah, we just have a really good vibe with one another and Mm -hmm. talk a lot. And, and then following that, I don't know what happened after that. Did we sort of continue talking? Well, it was where um, there. So, yeah, we, we, we talked a lot. And uh, and again, you know, from my perspective, it wasn't like, you know, I knew you're in a relationship. I knew the I'm going to say the boundaries. But, you know, I, I, I respected what the relationship was about. And that was cool. Um, one of the things I remember, and I guess this kind of explains a lot of of our interaction is. Uh, when we went for that one day festival, you know, and, and this has been now months since we've seen each other, but then we saw each other. And we both lit up. We're like, Hey, yeah. You know, it's been much, Oh, it's good to see you again. And we just kind of picked up right where we left off. Like, like, Oh, let's talk about the music and the festival and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's just kind of how it was is just, mm-hmm. again, you meet a, you meet a solid person that, that has a good impact on your life. And it's, it's good to see how that chapter writes itself. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then that was it. And then after that, I think we kind of, we dwindled a little bit on the communication. Yeah, that was, Oh yeah. My cat died that weekend too. Yeah. Oh man, that was rough. Um, yeah, this is where, this is where the fuzziness comes in for me because Yeah, movement didn't happen again because that's right when the pandemic was hitting. And so it was a matter of, so movement happens over Memorial Day weekend and that Chicago festival was in like November. And I don't really remember from that until after my boyfriend and I broke up. Yeah, you um, were, you were, you know, we were, we were, you know, keeping in touch, you know, every once in a while. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, just, you know, keeping up with what's going on. It wasn't like super frequent, but it was there. Um, and then, you know, I was, you know, dating here and there and uh, doing some stuff, uh, you know, with with the community and and working as hard as possible. And I think it's, I can't remember this, right? So, you, you know, you have to chime in here. Did you let me know like hey the relationship is no longer there or i must have i can't remember the details but i must have because after after i broke up then that's kind of when we started like 
dating. I mean, we were trying to describe what we were calling it. Yeah. He lived in Detroit. I lived in yeah. St. Louis. But then we started like, I think I was just like, hey, do you want to meet up? And you flew to St. Louis. Yeah. 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 Was there any, um, I guess, from either of your sides, like, oh, this could be serious. This could be a thing. Or is it, uh, I, I guess, maybe you can tell me what the mentality was. Do you want me to go? You can, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share my honest opinion, but yeah, yeah you can yeah. go. So I, uh, so when we just talked about, hey, I flew to to St. Louis right away. In my mind, I thought, well, that that seemed hella desperate, and I was like, ah, that's not where I, where I was coming from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was like, no, I was like, you know, we had such, you know, at that time we were still, we, our communication started to increase a bit, and. Um, and again, the vibes were still there. Everything was still good. It was, you know, like picking up uh, back where we left off. And I've never been to St. Louis. So I was like, sure, I'll check it out. I love going to a city I've never been to. And especially if a person's there who can, like, show me around and tell me about stuff. The only the only reservation I had was you have a cat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm slightly allergic to cats. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. This I, is your big reservation. <laughs> this is it. Right. Right. And I had gotten a new cat. This wasn't the dead cat that was okay. lingering. All right. So, but, All and, right. And you're absolutely right, David. That was my only reservation because we had talked so much and we had shared, you know, just, you know, stories and complaints and gifts and memes and all this other crap. And, we're, you know, it was just it was like, you know, catching back up. Yeah. Uh, and so to get back to the question, then I was like, OK, we're now going to be together for several days. That's a test. Right. You know, it, that's. That's a really long date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I remember at the end of the three days, I will wholeheartedly admit I was sad to go, and I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, uh, I was like, I wonder if I lived in this city, like, could we make a go at it? So my my that was a long winded way of me saying, yeah, I think it would, you know, it would be worth a shot. Yeah, and thanks for filling in those details because I was like, yeah, and then he just flew to St. Louis. But yeah, I think that's a more accurate representation. And to answer your question from my end, David, I sort of had the same experience as Sebastian. Like, there's always been a very, like, strong vibe connection between us. And when he left, I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And Mm. yeah, I think, yeah, that's just... So hashtag same. So was there? Showing so the you you, you, le- you have a great time. Mm-hmm. You're both sad that there's a, a a a departure. So obviously you're thinking, all right, when can we do this again? When can I come back to St. Louis? When can Reagan come to Detroit? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think for some reason I never went to Detroit. I don't remember why. I think I was open to it, but I think you're just lazy. Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> Um, no, they come to me. <laughs> combination of like the cat and some other things that wasn't easy for you to to travel. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, because my cat needs to be. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But I will say, backtracking slightly, when Sebastian first came to visit, I remember I had a lot of apprehension because I was like, uh, "What if we like don't vibe, and then he's here for three days, and then we're stuck, <laughs> yeah. and then." Worst comes to worst, he can just go get a hotel. And I was going through 
just a lot in my life in general. Like, I think I was still dealing with the after effects of my breakup and I was in transition with my job, which I had been at for 10 years. And yeah, I think there was just a lot going on with me personally Mm. at that time. So Sebastian, from your end, did you feel like, did you sense that, that this, you know, Reagan has these complex things going on or were you yourself going through uh, a variety of things that, you know, complicated a, a, a successful partnership? The, the quick answer is yes to both questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sense it from Reagan. Absolutely. And, and we talked uh, openly a lot. So uh, not not that I sensed it. I knew it. Right. And it was. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, also, uh, Reagan, I, I hopefully I'm not calling you out here, but, you know, you you um, you like to be involved like you get close when you're interested in somebody. And I think that's a great quality. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it, it's hard when I'm hundreds of miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that, you know, I, I felt that it was a struggle for me to um, really to, I guess, unless I moved, I couldn't be there for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that actually, that went from a thought to actually an activity. So I started to have I started to put up what I call work walls. You know, I started to dive into work and and be less um, responsive uh, and less observant of some of the things that I should have been. Yeah. When I when before when we were communicating a lot and I I knew about a lot of stuff and then it was where I would forget certain things or items that were important to Reagan, I, I wouldn't either bring up or acknowledge. Um, and, and not maliciously, it just, I, I think I was going through putting up some, I guess, self-destructive walls uh, to to uh, kick over our relationship sandcastle. Yeah, and I would say, like, for, in hindsight, that it was this stereotypical, like anxious avoidant dynamic because I was going through a lot and I like to cling on. I don't like using that word, but I like to attach myself to people to feel a sense of security. And that was, I hadn't really even identified that in myself and I realized it was happening. And I think Sebastian tends to be more, a bit more avoidant putting up like, those work walls and, and not being as responsive and that, you know, was hard for me. And I was also, I do these, um, shamanic plant diets and I was in the middle of a plant that was helping me with self-worth and self-love. And I was realizing that I wasn't getting what I needed from this relationship. So it just sort of, it just sort of, um, yeah, it just sort of died in a sense. Um, there wasn't ever like a, like a, I think I'm done here. I think it's just communication just well, slowed way down. Yeah. We didn't have like a big fight or there wasn't like, you know, we're going off on each other. It just kind of fizzled out. It sounds like, you know, essentially you guys had two 
huge roadblocks. And maybe if only one of them was present, it could have it could have worked out in a different way. Or at least, you know, you, you have the distance, which is tough. But then you also had your own individual evolutions that you were going through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if there was one, we could maybe deal with that. But if there's both. And it also seems like you had an unspoken gentleman's agreement where you're both sort of acknowledging and pulling away, but you, you're both fine with the pulling away. So there was no fight because, frankly, that we're like, no, this is what we both want. Yeah, no, I think it's a great observation. And definitely at that point in time, David, I, I think that's worth it. I, I will say that uh, on this most recent festival, uh, we ran into each other again. And I will say this, David. I I was worried because of how it fizzled out. So I was mm. like, you know, Reagan's a great friend and she's such a solid person. Her energy is so good. And I was worried, like, am I going to see her or run into her and she's going to give me the eye and just be like, you know, just, <laughs> you're, you know, a horrible person. And I'm like, uh, and I would understand it. But, you know, still, it's it, it's it's a it's a burden. So yeah. ran into each other and it was like that one day festival. I, you know, both of us lit up like ornaments. We just we were like, yeah, mm. it was back. To yeah. And it was, it was just fun. It was just like, oh, here's Reagan again. Let's catch yeah. up again. And it was really interesting. Like when you said that at that point in time, maybe the fizzling out was meant to be, that's how that chapter was supposed to be written. But that doesn't mean that the book is closed. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this then, because I know we're we're we're, we're t- taking a lot of your time here uh, today, Sebastian. But you know, I, as I'm listening to the story, and I think you said something that really struck a chord with me is that you have these moments or these spaces that that you meet a person in, and sometimes that space just needs to be that space, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering. You know, as you reflect on it, do you think you should have just left that well enough alone? And like, this is just my, you know, how we have work wives and husbands. This is my <laughs> festival husband or this is my <laughs> festival wife and and not try to do the relationship. Um, you mean, and I just want to make sure I understand the question. You mean just have that space and time at the festival for what it was and like no further communication or anything beyond that. Is that what you mean? Is that- no, no. I, I mean, sometimes when we find something that's good and it's great and we try to prolong it or we try to put it in a different environment or space, it doesn't work because it only works in that space. In the energy of that container. The, uh, the energy, yeah. yes. Good, good, yes. Yeah. I think, no, that, that's a great question. I, I think that uh, that can be true a lot of the times. I'm not so sure that that was this situation mm. because to be honest i um i don't think i recognize the barriers that we were running into that led to the fizzle out i see so, and one of which being that yeah we're hundreds of miles apart and i was like oh you know what we lots of people do this we can get over you know that we can work it out actually mm-hmm. it's a pain in the fucking ass it, it doesn't it it's hard it was hard it's, yeah yeah, and so that's that's a huge barrier. The other one is what we were both kind of working through, and to be for me, I didn't have a handle on that for myself. So if I had known that going in, maybe I could have been able to deal with it better. Yeah. So yeah, but it's that's that's a it's a great question. Uh, I just don't know if it applies a hundred percent to what Reagan and I went through. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I would say from my end that. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's some of that because I think the energy 
with us at a in a festival setting is kind of like a spark that you can't stop. Like I was shot. I so I had the same trepidations, thoughts, feelings going into movement. I was like, oh, should I text Sebastian see if he's going? It'd be great to see him. No, I'll just let the universe decide. And literally it was the first day that mm. I, I don't know how many thousands of people go to this. I've heard like 75, I don't know, lots of thousands and thousands of people. And he walked past and I was like, oh my God, that's Sebastian. And I was, I wasn't shocked, but I was surprised at how excited I was to actually see him. Like that to me spoke volumes that I wasn't like, fuck that guy. Like that was not, that was not my experience of it. Um, so yeah, it was great to see him and we had a really nice long hug and, and yeah. So I don't think, I think it was meant to be what it was because for me, it really shined a light on my attachment style. And I think that like Sebastian was working on its own thing. So I, I don't know. I thought it was, it was just interesting to watch the evolution of the relationship. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dwindle it down to just a festival, Mm. a festival thing. Um, but yeah, we just had barriers that were insurmountable for us, but like, I always have love for Sebastian. Yeah, and same, same mm-hmm. uh, for Reagan. And it's like, it's, I, I just don't think that there's ever any interaction, space, time, relationship process, whatever, that's just complete waste. Like, it's going to be like, oh, David met person A, and that is uh, a complete waste of David's time, and he'll never learn anything from it. I just don't believe that. I believe that there's yeah. always going to be something that you're going to glean from anything. And uh, you may not realize it right away, but you you may in the future, and that's mm. what's meant to be in your path. Yeah, I think that's well said, and I think it's a, a kind of a, a happy ending to this story. So, well, I thank you for your time, Sebastian. I think that's great, Reagan. Any closing remarks? No, I just think like when we think about the um, the reason why we do this show and it's like people we've dated several times this is a bit of a departure from that because i would say we were kind of in a relation a situationship as Mm. the kids say but um no i just yeah it was just part of the evolution of both of our lives and i'm grateful for it and i wish that the circumstances under our meeting were different (laughs) because that was just a lot to handle um but yeah i don't know we appreciate you being on, Sebastian, and uh, thank you for listening to So We Dated, recorded at the Mind's Eye Studio in Belleville, Illinois. Music provided by Superfund Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship, and we will see you next time. Glad you got to hear us. You're-